If you're one of those people that bitches about your life, let me tell you the truth. It's 100% your fault. This is the Ask the BCE Show episode number 23. I'm your host, Kurt Belding, and that is the Blue Collar Entrepreneur Show. I am the Blue Collar Entrepreneur. So, uh, this week has been um, a little bit, I'm feeling a little beat up this week. Um, I, I did a little bit of um, some stuff on my story today, kind of talking about it, but it seems like I get in a cycle. I don't know if you guys out there own a business or get in a similar cycle like this where you get kind of excited about something that you think is going to happen, uh, whether it be in your business, your personal life, fitness, whatever, whatever you're doing, and it doesn't play out like you thought it was going to happen, and then you, you like... That the the balloon just deflates, right? Just deflates, and uh, you, I got kind of depressed, kind of sad about it. I got all gloomy and woe with me, kind of crap for a couple days, and now I'm like that. Always turns into me just being pissed off, and not pissed off at anybody, but just angry and wanting to like kick the shit out of a life right now, right? So yeah, life's hard sometimes, man. It's gonna like, kick you in the balls and. If you stay down, just don't keep kicking you. So you got to get back up and fight. That's just part of life. So um, here's one thing that I like. I'm going to give a little bit of tough love. Not a little bit. I'm going to give a lot of tough love to those of you out there. And I know it because I've been there, guys. Like I've been in a position of um, you know, not liking where my life's at and not taking ownership of it. So if you're out there and you're bitching and complaining because you don't like where your life's at and you're blaming other people or other things because you are where you are because of this person, that person, uh, employer, uh, school, whatever it is, whatever you're pointing your finger out and you're blaming it, let me, let me fill you in on what the truth is. It's your fucking fault. Every goddamn ounce of it is your fault. If you don't like where your life's at, change it. You are in the position you are in because of every decision that you've made in life. That's why you are where you're at. And if you don't like it, suck it the hell up and do something about it and change it. Stop bitching and complaining and making excuses. Like I, I know it 100%. I do the same shit. I, something happens where I'm not, took the wind out of my sails. I'm like, fuck, you know, X, Y, and Z happen, whatever it is. And I'm like all depressed and you know what? Suck it the hell up and change it. If I don't like it, I'm going to change it, right? So that's one, one of the reasons like I never do New Year's resolutions, ever. I'll never set a New Year's resolution because throughout the year, if I don't like something about my life, if I want something to change, I suck it the hell up and I change it at that moment. I don't wait till January 1st and I don't wait till like Monday to start changing it. You know, everyone starts working out on a Monday. I don't wait. I change it right there, right then. So I'm not a big fan, obviously, of New Year's resolutions. I don't know. Do you guys do New Year's resolutions? No. Nope. No. The same reason or what? Nope. Yeah. If you don't like something, you fucking change it, right? It's all. It's in your power. It's in your control. 100% is in your control. Now, okay. Now, there's always exceptions to the rule. If you get cancer and that life sucks, okay. You know, maybe you might be able to say that a little bit. It's your fault with me, diet or whatever. But, but yeah, that sucks. And that's out of your control. All right. But suck it up and do the best you can do with the the hand you've been dealt, right? So, um, and, and let me talk about excuses. Excuses are like poison. As soon as you start 
allowing yourself to make an excuse, you're poisoning your mind. You're poisoning your progress. Let's take fitness. Let's take, you know, and here's, here's exactly where I'm sitting, guys. Like, I got an injury a couple months ago. So my fitness level went down. I couldn't work out the way I wanted it to. So what did I do? I just kind of stopped working out. I worked out like two days a week, some pussy-ass workouts. Started eating a bunch of some, what are these, uh, Cheetos, spicy Cheetos, and drinking fucking margaritas and wine at night. And guess what? I'm out of shape and I've gained some chub. Whose fault is it? My fault. It's my fucking fault. And if I don't like it, I need to change it. What do I got to do to change it? Don't make any, I can't make any fucking excuses. Oh, I'm hurt, so I, you know, I can't work out the way I want to work out. Well, because I'm hurt, do I have to stuff my face with Cheetos and drink beer at night? Like, nope. It's my fault, right? So, all right, guys, like, let me wrap this up, and then I'm going to take some questions. But here's what, again, I'm going to hit this point. If you don't like where you're at in life, change it. It's no one's fault but your fault. That's it. Take ownership. Stop pointing that finger outside of who you are. Point it right back and say, I'm in this position of life because of every decision that I've made in life. It's my fault. Right? Like even like on the business side, if we have an employee that steals from us, whose fault is it? My fault. I hired the employee. I chose to trust the employee with money or product or whatever it is, right? My fault. As soon as you start pointing that finger back in and it's realizing it's your fault, that's when you can actually change your life. If you keep blaming, oh man, that employee sucks, he stole from us, and now my business is hurt and I don't have money, blah, 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 blah. Well, I could sit there, nothing's gonna get any better, my life's still gonna suck, right? As soon as you take ownership and say, realize that you have full control of your life, that's when shit gets better. So, that's my rant. Give me some questions. All right, so there's three questions that are kind of touch on the same thing, but I'll read them. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Kayla. How do you get re-fired up after hitting a slump? Man, I'll just, I'll just kind of take what I'm going through right now is me refiring up, right? Like, I actually reached out to, I haven't ever done this to you guys. Like, I reached out, did a video and said, yo, need a little bit of help, need a little bit of motivation, throw me some, some something. And I had some, oh man, I love the guys around us. Had me, some guys send me messages, yo, keep it up. Just a short term, not long term. I love what you're doing. Some motivational videos, but I don't know, like, how do you get re-motivated? It's hard. It's hard when you're down there because it's, there's something weird about it where like you almost kind of like the depression when you're down there. It's almost comfortable. You're like, whoa, it's me. Oh my God, my life fucking sucks. And it's because of this and because of this and because of that. And you sit in that wallow of shit and it actually kind of feels good, right? And then you go complain to someone else. Oh my God, Alex, look at all this crap that's happened to me, happening to me, right? That's happening to me. And then now I have someone else I can complain with. Now let's sit in that wallow together, right? Because misery like loves company, right? And then you pull all these people in and your misery. But if you keep doing that long enough, you're not going to want to hang out with me very much, right? Because <laughs> I'm always miserable. I'm going on a tangent. The best way I think to get out of that slump is to take ownership. Say, why Why am I in this slump? Is it because of something else or somebody else? Nope. It's because, man, I did this. I chose this. I chose to kind of stop working out. I chose to start eating bad and I started start drinking margaritas, right? That's the reason. I have. Once you understand that you have the control, you literally can control every ounce of your life. Once you fully understand that, that should be powerful. That should be motivating. 
And that should really inspire you to actually want to do shit. Right? So, yeah, you guys have anything on that? Yeah. That's the hardest thing, right? So like, like Ben just said, it's really easy to blame other people and other things. Reason why that your life sucks or you don't like where you're at right now. The hardest thing is to look inward and actually take that responsibility and say, nope, I'm here because of me. Right? And like put that back on you. It's super easy. Nope, it's the, these people's fault. I'm good. I'm a stud. Those people's fault, right? Super fucking hard to look at yourself. Yeah, for sure. All right, next question. All right. Inspector underscore Mahoney. Mm-hmm. So what keeps you going while you're so negative from throwing your hands up and going to get a 95? What, uh, what keeps me going uh, from throwing my hands up and uh, when, when things kind of suck and I'm feeling negative? So and, and do go get that 9-to-5 job? I thought about it. No shit. Like, I, not often anymore, but there's be- definitely been some time to say, why the hell am I doing all this shit? Why don't I just go work for somebody else, clock in 9-to-5 so I don't have to think about work when I'm there, don't have to think about work when I get off, I have some security of, uh, uh, you know, money coming in and benefits, and yeah, it looks pretty fucking good, but here's the reality of it, guys. I don't have a choice. This is who I am. I, if I went and got a job right now, I guarantee you within a year... I'm back doing the same shit. It may not be in the nutrition business, but I'm gonna be trying to start some business somehow because it's how I'm born, it's the DNA that's in me, and that's who I am, and I can't change that. That's who I am. So I accept this is what I, and and you guys, it's all not gloom and, and negative stuff all the time. Like most of the time, it's awesome. Like I have an amazing life. I get to come work when I want. I can go take a vacation when I want. I'm surrounded by awesome people. All my team's amazing. We get along and we have a blast and sometimes things are stressful, but like the reality is life's pretty fucking good. And I wouldn't change it for a second. I don't want to go work for somebody else. I don't want to clock in and clock out and probably do just as enough not to get fired. You know what I mean? Like this is who I am. I have I don't have a choice. I'm born this way. Right? Part two to that question. Part two. Things happen out of your control then you realize what you can control. So if things happen out of your control and you, and you realize it's out of your control, because here's, again, you can't control anything outside of you, right? Ben, I can't control what you're going to do. You know, I can't control the weather. If it snows, we have a blizzard, we have to shut down stores or whatever. I can't control that. So you focus on what you can control and you let go what you can't. It's going to happen. So like, you know, if we have a blizzard, like I just said, and we got to shut down the stores, I can't control it. I shut down the stores. And then I focus on what I can control that situation, which is you know, when we do open back up, do something for the community. You know, like you can spin it in a lot of different ways. We can like go shovel sidewalks and like film it and show like the support we have for the community. We, uh, uh, when we do open, you could, we can do like a fundraisers for people who got screwed up in the, you know what I mean? Like focus on what you can control and let go of the things you can't. All this I'm talking right now, it's got, I need to hear it too, you know? I'm, I'm just, just like you guys, in the same boat. I own some companies, but I'm no different. 
I have the same negative thoughts and feelings that you guys get. There's really not a lot of difference. No. I've just been doing it for a long time, so I've developed some of these tools. All right, next one's from Ben. What is a good method to snap out of the pity party and refocus? How can I make those negative times not last as long? A good method to snap out of the pity party and refocus, right? And what is the other part? Right. A perception of the actual reality, I think, is, uh, is key. So what's the truth? Is it true that it's as bad as what you think it is? Probably not. So what's the actual truth and reality of it? Look at that. So I don't know, Ben, like, um, we'll, we'll take, you know, I'll put it all back on me. I was disappointed because some things didn't happen in business that I wanted it to. What's the reality? Is it, are we going to go out of business? No. Is it going to hurt? Yeah, maybe a little bit. But five years from now, we're not even gonna be thinking what's happening right now. I'm not even gonna think about whatever deal didn't quite come through for us, right? Like, this is a temporary thing. We're in this game for long longevity. Like, I'm not dying in one year, I don't think, maybe. But like, I'm probably gonna live to be like 80 years old. I'm gonna look back at my 39 year old self and say, remember when I was all pity party about fucking losing a deal or doing whatever, whatever I'm down about and woe with me, Jesus. That was 40 years ago. That was ridiculous, right? So like, it's temporary, and what's the actual reality of it? What's the actual truth? Because a lot of times, man, like what we make up in our mind is not the reality. It's not the truth of what's going on. We make everything a lot worse than what, we, what it actually is, right? Sure, man. Help gain that. Oh, yeah. So, if you guys can hear what Ben said, is, is you know, I reached out to some people for a little, little bit of like, hey, man, I need some motivation. I need something to kick me out of this. And I think that's is valuable. So, I think you should have a circle of people that you trust and that care about you to do that. And here's the biggest value I think that brings is a different perception. So, if I'm like stuck in a woe with me, life sucks kind of thing, and poor me. Someone else that I'm talking to has a different perception. So these guys that like, reached back out to me was like, "Hey, dude, temporary. Suck it, suck it the fuck up, bro. You got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it helps to have that outside perception coming in, and it also helps to feel that support from other people too. And you're not, we're the center of our universe, right? We're literally alone in our universe. Like your view of life is completely different than my view of life. So the reality is, we and it's amazing that we could communicate anyway." because of how, how like centered we are in our own universe. Like you see this hat as camo and black, I might see it as black and camo, right? Like the perception is completely fucking different. Always. I don't know where the hell I'm going with this, but uh, yeah, I got completely off track. Oh, perceptions. Um, everyone's perception is different and they can enlighten you on maybe a different perception that not quite as bad as what you think it is. One more? Uh, a couple more. couple more. This is from Texan Joe. How do you prepare for a seasonal slump that happens historically for your business? Texan Joe, if you, uh, how do you prepare for a seasonal slump that you know is going to happen in your business? Uh, for our example, our industry, this is a good time. We're in March. March is one of our best months histor historically. Uh, our worst time is like November, December. How do you prepare for that? Know what's going to happen. Like, don't let it surprise you. you know, don't be delusional. Think, oh, maybe not this year. Maybe we'll do better in these months. No, it's probably not going to happen. But work your ass off six months before that to make that a little bit easier and save money. 
save some money. If you know you're going into a downslide of your company, it happens every year, you know, four, five, six months, maybe even a year out, save money to get you through that slow season. So, and mentally, you have to mentally prepare for it too. You know, you see those numbers of your business being slower and lower. You got to prepare mentally to know, yep, I know. It's the downside. It's, it's the winter. I call it, it literally is winter, December, you know, but it's the winter. It's the, you know, see the seasons of business, seasons of life. You have the summer. Everyone's right now. We're in the summer, man. Sales are great. Stores up. We got cash flow. Everything's good. We want to do a bunch of shit. I could really easily go out and buy a whole bunch of inventory or new machines or like whatever. Cause I got money, but I know I'm going to go into winter and I better prepare for winter, shove some of those acorns in our sack and you know, there's a squirrel reference, I don't know, and prepare for that, for that downtime. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's what we do every year. Cool. Uh, did we touch on the topic of mindset? No, we have not. Mindset. Mindset is everything, you guys. How you perceive the world is the world. So, um, again, if you don't like your life, change your perception. Change your perception, you can change your reality really fast. I know it's kind of corny and gay, but like glass half empty kind of thing, right? Like if I, this is half water, is it half empty or is it half full? Like that perception is everything. So mindset is everything. Like every day I have routines. And, and again, you guys are seeing it. It doesn't happen every day perfectly. Like sometimes I wake up, my mindset's crap. It's negative. It's, you know, hopeless. It's a shitty mindset. Mindsets, everything. But if you wake up every day and you, you focus that mindset, because how you view life is your life. That's it. It's your perception is your life. So mindset is everything. That's the reason why, guys, like, I don't watch the news. I try to stay in a, my happy little bubble. I don't want negativity in my bubble. If there's people around me, like friends or whatever, that are like negative all the time, we're just talking about that, I don't hang out with them. Like, we literally ran from one of our old friends the other day because I didn't, didn't want to talk to him because of negativity. I just, I don't want that negative in my life. Like I know I can control my life. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I can control my life. Like I can control my perception of life and perception's everything. You know, change your perception, change your reality. It's as easy as that. All right, last question. Last question. From June, what made you get into the supplement business? What made me get into the supplement business? That's actually a long story, but I'll make it as short as possible. I actually went to school for counseling psychology. And once I realized that I'm not going to make any money being a psychologist, <laughs> that's the truth, man. I realized I'm making what, 40,000 a year forever, unless I start my own practice, right? So, um, and I, you know, I love psychology. I, I, I'm super fascinated, but it's one of those degrees that like, what can you do with it? You can be a social worker, you can be a therapist. Honestly, I don't want to sit around and listen to people's problems all day. Like a couple times a day is cool, but not all day. I don't want that to be my life, right? So um, it's like one of those philosophy degrees. Like what are you going to do with fucking philosophy, right? <laughs> do you have a philosophy degree? Okay. Um, so my background's in psychology, and here's how I, got, how I got into it. My brother owned a couple GNC stores when I was about 19, and uh, he was doing really well. I saw him making some really good money, and I love fitness. I love being healthy, and I love helping people. So... Seemed like a good fit. I jumped on board with him, managed a couple of stores, ended up buying a GNC out here in Colorado. That's why I'm out here. I moved out here. Bought half of a GNC. And I my, thank God for my parents. They put up, a, they signed a co-sign on a loan for me. Um, 
that's my first like brick and mortar business was a GNC and I've been in the supplement game ever since. You know, I love the supplement game. I, I love the business. I love business the most. I love fitness. I love being fit. And, um, and supplements are like, I'm not going to sugarcoat for you guys. There's some bullshit supplements out there. Like the industry used to be shit for sure. Like all the bullshit marketing, which I didn't like. I didn't like that bullshit marketing. Lose 30 pounds in 30 days with this weight loss pill. Man, you're fucking ripping people off. That's it. Like you're basically saying, come in here and spend $200. Let me take your money on some snake oil bullshit. And I didn't like that shit. So that's why I changed what I could change with my control of the industry. We don't do that crap. So the only products that I have, I believe in them. And, and products work. Supplements work. The supplements are not going to do what this hype bullshit say they're going to do. You know, you're not going to take a protein and gain 15 pounds of muscle in a month. It's not going to happen. It's going to do what it's supposed to do. The supplements are going to do what they're designed to do, not this bullshit marketing that's behind them. Right? So anyway, long story short, that's how I got in the supplement game and I love it. I'll be in it for a long time. Mental strength, mental toughness, that's good. Uh, here's the biggest key, and, and we're just talking about this with uh, one of those podcasts that we watch, is um, how do you work on mental strength and mental toughness? I, I tell you one thing, how you not do it, is by not pushing yourself in, into uncomfortable positions. You gotta get uncomfortable, and you gotta get uncomfortable often. Whether it be uncomfortable in personal life, uncomfortable, uncomfortable with personal growth, or here's how I train it, I work out in a way that I push myself mentally every day. That's my mental training. I don't, I don't work out where I'm doing reps, wait one minute, do some more reps. Like it's just mental toughness doesn't come from that. Like it feels good. I get a good pump. I like it and I'll still do some of that. But if I want to train mental toughness, I'm going to push myself beyond what I think I can do in my mind. And when I get to that point of like, holy fuck, this sucks. I'm about to throw out, throw up. I may pass out and I'm at that point of breaking. I push myself past that breaking point, which forces, because my mind tells my body, hey, you're getting close to that edge and you may, you're gonna hurt yourself. But that's not true. My mind's trying to protect my body. I can push my mind further. And that's how I build mental toughness. The other way I do it is I never quit. I don't give up. If I start something, I finish it. We'll take this podcast. I started it. I said, I'm gonna do 52 episodes. I'm going to do 52 episodes. There's no choice in the matter. Because I, I said, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to do it. If I quit at 45, guess what happened to my mental toughness? I just gave up on myself. My mental toughness just went to shit. If you say that you're going to work out and lose 10 pounds in the next three months, and you work out for a week and a half, two weeks, and you quit, where's your mental toughness going? Nowhere. You're hurting yourself. So train mental toughness often, however you want to do it. And the best way to do it is putting yourself in an uncomfortable position where you don't think that you can succeed. And then succeed. Force yourself to do it. If you don't like your life, fucking change it. Right? All right, Oscar, thanks for that question, man. Uh, that's it on Facebook. All good? Yeah. All right, guys, that's the Ask the BCE Show, episode number 23. I'm your host, Kurt Belding. Lives, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the questions. I appreciate it. I hope I didn't cuss too much in this episode. I'm just fired up. All right, uh, every Wednesday at noon. If you guys like this, um, I house all the information on my YouTube channel. Just search Kurt Belding YouTube. Click the bell so you see this content. If this is valuable for you, I'd love it. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Thanks, guys.